One evening, an elderly Cherokee brave told his grandson about a battle that goes on inside people. He said, My son, the battle is between two wolves inside us all. One is evil. It is anger, envy, jealousy, sorrow, regret, greed, arrogance, self-pity, guilt, resentment, inferiority, lies, false pride, superiority, and ego. The other is good. It is joy, peace, love, hope, serenity, humility, kindness, benevolence, empathy, generosity, truth, compassion, and faith. The grandson thought about it for a minute and then asked his grandfather, Which wolf wins? The old Cherokee simply replied, The one that you feed. Welcome to Twin Peaks Radio, the show where we remember, in the words of Major Garland Briggs, real mystery can't be solved. Not completely. It's always just out of reach, like a light around the corner. You might catch a glimpse of what it reveals, feel its warmth, but you can't know the heart of it. Not really. That's what gives it value. It can't be cracked. It's bigger than you and me, bigger than everything we know. Or, like everyone else doing a show about Twin Peaks, let us pretend we can solve all of it. We just keep beating our heads against it. I'm Professor Robert E.G. Black, and today I want to take a look at, well, the owl ring symbol and the odal rune. This might get a little political in the middle here, warning you ahead of time. Because we go from the two wolves back briefly to Plato again. The right-hand horse is upright and cleanly made. He has a lofty neck and an aquiline nose. His color is white and his eyes dark. He is a lover of honor and modesty and temperance and the follower of true glory. He needs no touch of the whip, but is guided by word and admonition only. The other is a crooked lumbering animal put together anyhow. He has a short, thick neck. He is flat-faced and of a dark color, with gray eyes and blood-red complexion. The mate of insolence and pride. Shag-eared and deaf, hardly yielding to whip and spur. It's Plato, Phaedrus. Buccioni 2002 tells us that the white horse is never headstrong, it neither craves power nor victory, but follows obediently. It is a stable force by its very nature. In presenting this stable and cooperative horse, needing no touch of the whip, Plato is suggesting that our souls are naturally inclined toward the good. Schultz, 2006, agrees, suggesting that the chariot's wings indicate a unity toward a common, natural goal for the entire trio, as the natural function of a wing is to fly. Still, the charioteer must rein in both horses, producing, in the soul, an equilibrium between the opposing tendencies of restraint, represented by the white horse, and bold movement, represented by the black horse. It's Belfiore, 2006. And... That combination there was from my published paper, From Charioteer Myth to Shoulder Angel, which I talked about last episode. But now we go back, because we haven't gotten to the first episode of the show yet, so the discussion has been sort of built up. The lodges, the backstory. And one of the things I wanted to reference was, in particular, the owl ring symbol, because it is a variant of the Odo rune. I would say before I get to the rune itself, We first see the symbol in On the Wings of Love, 
18th episode of season two. And we get there by a weird combination of the Major's three triangle tattoo and Margaret's little mountainous tattoo from when they were abducted. For some reason, when Dale combines them, he uses diamonds instead of triangles and produces part of the diagram that is on the wall in the owl cave. Excluding, of course, the fire up at the top, which I noticed when looking at the episode again today, Andy hits the fire and the owl cave symbol is now in the fire. It wasn't there before. So that electrical fire interaction of his pick with the wall activates something. Now the symbol on the ring, of course, is has slightly more than this. It has that extra little bit sticking off the corner of the square. Which feels to me like it is a, what is that I'm thinking of? The Invisibles by Grant Morrison, where they deal with the image that we all know as the Jesus fish as an incomplete diagram representation of two circles overlapping, two universes colliding. We could see this rune similarly, but I think the specific shape matters. The L symbol is a very simple diagram of two mountains and a box between them, which is either the town of Twin Peaks or the location of the entrance to the lodges. This particular entrance, at least. The Odal rune, in particular, is the O. The Elder Futhark rune, meaning heritage, inheritance, inherited estate. Because, perhaps, the heritage meaning, the Odal rune with the wings or feet, the seraphs at the bottom, was the badge of the SS, Race and Settlement Main Office, from Nazi Germany. And you may recall it recently making the news when CPAC 2020 had a stage shaped like this. Now, the controversy surrounding the CPAC conference doesn't end with YouTube's blocking of Trump's speech. The hotel chain that hosted the event is now facing boycott calls over a stage design. Some thought bore a resemblance to a Nazi symbol. The shape of the Nazi symbol is eerily similar to the shape of the stage at CPAC. However, we are presently unable to confirm whether this was a deliberate choice made by the event organizers. At the moment, we rate this claim as unproven. According to the conspiracy theorists, who are the good kind of conspiracy theorists, remember, not the bad kind. According to them, the stage was in effect a dog whistle, a message to the underground army of white supremacist Nazis in this country. It was a sort of bat signal, you might say, if Batman was a Nazi. And frankly, given that he was rich and white, he probably was a Nazi, come to think of it. In any event, many frantic tweets um, like this one were sent out on Saturday. This is from a guy named Ben Jackson, who writes for a number of media outlets. And he said, this is the CPAC stage design below. It is a rune which was used by the SS. This is the stage from which Ted Cruz screeched freedom. Okay, there you go. The stage looked like the Othala rune, which was used by some Nazi SS divisions in World War II. What, you didn't, you didn't know what the Othala rune was and had no idea that this seemingly innocuous shape was associated with it? And what's that? You, you have not memorized every shape and insignia that appeared on every uniform of every Nazi division? Well, that's only because you're a Nazi yourself. Or, wait a second, maybe that doesn't make any sense. See, personally... I saw the CPAC stage and thought nothing of it because I'm not an expert on obscure Nazi symbolism. Before I get back to Twin Peaks, I'd say, well, it does appeal to some because, this is from Reveal, May 25th, 2017. 
Headline, An Ancient Nordic Religion is Inspiring White Supremacist Terror. Three men in Virginia wanted to start a race war. They planned to rob a jewelry store and use the money to stockpile guns, ammo, and explosives. Then they would charge into churches and synagogues, slaughtering as many people as possible in the name of their religion. They're white supremacists who have turned to an ancient heathen religion known most commonly as Odinism. In at least six cases since 2001, professed racist Odinists have been convicted of plotting or pulling off domestic terrorism attacks, according to a review of terrorism case by Reveal from the Center for Investigative Reporting. Odinism is a perfect fit for a strain of white supremacists and neo-Nazis who think Christianity, like so many other institutions, has been corrupted by outsiders and weakened by passivity. So we come back to the other rune, and in particular the Odinists. That is, people who essentially worship or revere Odin. Odin, Norse god, connects to the Norwegians, coming for the ghostwood development. But also, because I feel like Lynch likes to connect disconnected things, we have a one-eyed character, Nadine. She has nothing to do with the Alcave, nothing to do with the other stuff going on. She could have in Season 3, but that's a thing I'll talk about later when we get to Season 3. Instead of the guy with the green hand, it could have been Nadine Strong again. Anyway, it's a neo-paganism thing. Odinus. I think it's important that we connect these things. Not that there's a Nazi connection to... Well, actually, we could assume a sort of Nazi connection to the Black Lodge. But I'm not saying there's a Nazi connection to the Rune. I think the Rune is picked because it is similar to the Jesus Fish. But it is Norse, it is older. I think that makes it older. Hmm, I'm wondering now if the two are actually connected. The older rune and the shape is what became the Jesus fish, because, you know, Christianity had co-opted many things, many symbols. But in the, this heathenry here, we get... It brings us back around to the secret societies and things I've been talking about for several episodes now, of what is going on in Twin Peaks, behind Twin Peaks, under Twin Peaks. This battle between good and evil. And this ring that represents Odin. But is still up for debate what it does. Which I love. Does it protect one from Bob? Does it protect one from possession? Does it designate someone for death? If you go by the secret history, and even the final dossier, we know the ring has gotten around. And even, speaking of... CPAC and modern American right-wing politics. He goes unnamed in the description, but Trump had the ring. We know that Douglas Milford had the gold ring when he died, but we don't see it. And Lana Budding ends up with it, and she at some point is also involved with Donald Trump in the 90s, I guess it is. It gets a little convoluted and changes then again. How do we interpret it? If people can have the ring for a long time and don't die, then and there, what does it mean? That's all for this one. Video episode available to everybody. Questions for the future? Something I was thinking about watching season three episode last night. Are the Mitchum brothers an echo of the Horn brothers or a replacement for the Horn brothers? Was Ghostwood development supposed to be a casino and a lot of season three came from those plans? Or does Lynch just like brothers and duos and or is it practical you just need someone to play off of someone so they don't just talk to themselves like i'm doing now (laughs) remember 
In the words of Major Garland Briggs, mystery is the most essential ingredient of life. Mystery creates wonder, which leads to curiosity, which in turn provides the ground for our desire to understand who and what we truly are. This has been a production of Lemmy Drops Studio. You can find links to more at lemmingdrops.com. Follow the show on Twitter at Peaks Radio, on Facebook and Instagram at Twin Peaks Radio, or join the Facebook group Lemming Drops Studio Tour. Also, you can support all my shows at patreon.com slash lemmingdrops. Remember, the owls may not be what they seem, but they still serve an imperative function. They remind us to look into the darkness. (laughs) ¶¶